0: Welcome back to the Maui Noka Oi Magazine and Silver Shark Media Podcast. I'm Jason Evans of Silver Shark Media. Our next guest comes from an industry that is looking to open back up to the public next week. So I'd like to welcome Beth Ross from Anytime Fitness Lahaina. Beth, thanks for taking the time to chat today.
1: Thank you so much, Jason. It's a pleasure.
0: So there's a couple different Anytime Fitness locations on the island. You've got Pukulani, Wailuku, and then last year you and your husband Kalani opened up a Lahaina branch. So first off... What was the inspiration for you two to to decide to start this business?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question um, because inspiration really is a big part of it. So um, my husband Kalani is from Lahaina, and so we knew that we wanted to obviously work for ourselves and have our own business, but in the beginning, we didn't know what we wanted to do. But um, having such a heart for this community is really what our inspiration was, and we knew we wanted to have a positive impact on our community, whichever business that we chose. I am a dance teacher at Maui Academy of Performing Arts, and so is the wife of um, Sean Huguchi. Her name is Katie Higuchi. Yep. And he's the owner of the Pukulani Anytime Fitness. And I was talking to them about their business model. And as soon as they started telling me more about Anytime Fitness and the brand and what it's about, I kind of felt like deep down in my heart. It might sound a little cheesy, but I just felt like it was what we were supposed to do. And I talked to Kalani about it, and he kind of felt the same thing right away. And so that's how we chose this specific business, because it was going to be a way for us to positively impact our community, to help other people, but at the same time, work for ourselves. And the great thing about this franchise is that it has such a high Success rate and that their morals really align with our own. And so that's how we chose this brand specifically. And then when we went to training for Anytime Fitness, because they teach you how to open and run the gym successfully, it really opened our eyes to how much we are in alignment with this company and how much they really care about the people and the members and putting them first. So
0: it's been really cool. It's a great story, and it's it's awesome to hear of sort of that passion to to be your own boss, which is not easy, and especially do so in a medium that you're happy with and that Mm -hmm. makes you excited to go to work every day. So as anyone starting their own business, um, myself included, there are certainly some (laughs) challenges. What were some of the early challenges you guys had in getting things moving?
1: Yes. So, um, we finally opened July of 2019. We bought our franchise in March of 2017. And so, um, Yes, it was quite a long process. And so at the very beginning, some of the financials that we thought were a for sure thing fell through because the company we were going to work with didn't do business with Hawaii specifically. And so, you know, there was a lot of financial struggle, you know, being first time business owners and not being homeowners or anything yet, you know, getting the finances together, we had to get very creative and we just got so blessed with my mother, Tammy Raduzco and Kalani's grandma, Louise Ross, taking a risk for us and um, really believing and believing in us and helping us out a little bit. And so that was the first struggle. But the hardest struggle was probably actually the real estate here Mm -hmm. on Maui. You know, we knew about the spaces that were already available. Originally, we were looking in Kahana. You know, we went through quite a process there. And finally, our architect talked to their structural engineer and the flooring there can't even hold the weight of a gym. Oh, no. You know, just it was hard and rent being so high here and so having to try to negotiate with the landlord. But we actually got a call from the from the old property manager where we are now that a space was coming available. So he we had reached out to him before and then he actually thought of us and reached out to us. So that was such a huge blessing. And then we also lucked out because we started negotiating with those owners. But shortly after that, they sold it to a new owner. And her name is Donna Walden. She lives on Oahu. And she is like this fierce businesswoman but also, you know, a human being that we can actually call on the phone and talk to and that was something that we hadn't really experienced before with the actual landlords. Sure. Having a human that we can interact with and and we feel like she actually cares and wants us to thrive, you know, and yeah. wants us to do well. So we're we're actually glad that it took so long because we ended up just being in the perfect place and our, our members all seem really happy with the location. And so it it all worked out, but yes, um, real estate in Hawaii is pretty, a pretty crazy game.
0: (laughs) A hundred percent. And I I think that's, as, as we talk to each business that starts, you know, on Maui, we've talked to big and small, it's sort of, you know, you're, you're specializing in one thing. And then all of a sudden you need to become a finance major overnight um when it comes oh to gosh. you know rent real estate spreadsheets business plans business models and and then you factor yeah. in things like i'm sure shipping to hawaii for gear or acquiring any materials you need is A different model than, say, a gym or fitness center on the mainland would have to deal with.
1: Absolutely. So, again, we got lucky because we're part of a franchise. And so they do have relationships with a lot of, you know, the fitness um, equipment vendors and everything. But it it was interesting because, you know, we get discounts. But then... When we ship it here, it ends up being the, yeah. you know, the normal, the normal price. But, sure. you know, those are all things that, you know, you have to be so thorough with your, with your business plans and with your pro formas. And it was pretty shocking when we found out all of the shipping prices for our equipment, but... You know, it's the price you pay to live on this amazing, beautiful island. Yeah, it's so the it, trade-off, it, right? It really, it really evens out in the end.
0: <laughs> well, well, let's talk about some of this the success side of it. Admittedly, live on the West Side, so maybe I'm more attuned to it, but I feel like you had a pretty organic sort of way in which your name got out there and people were sort of interested in the new fitness center and talking about it. How did you go about kind of the early stages of, of getting the word out, especially when you you know, there's uncertainty. You say you, you signed on in 2017, but then open until 2019. So I'm sure there's a lot of are you open yet? Are you open yet? When are you opening? Mm-hmm. How did you sort of build a, you know, marketing base and a client base here?
1: You know, marketing was almost funny because what is so effective here is just word of mouth. Yep. you know, it brings us back to our intention and our why. And we felt like this was for the community. And, you know, we happened to choose something that the community really needed. They really needed a clean, new gym that, you know, friendly faces, you feel welcome when you walk in, you know, that anybody's welcome. It's like, our, our members are, they're all so different. You know, there's kind of something for everybody. And so, you know, we really found a good niche that our community really needed this, but we, we have to give all of that praise to our members because it was, I would say 90% word of mouth. Of course we, we advertised, but it was like, people just started talking and that was really what was most effective, which is incredible. I mean, of course we still put financial dollars into marketing, but um, this community is just so incredible like that. I mean, the ability that we have to really pull together is really special.
0: Yeah, and it, it's something you can never plan on, but when it happens, it it certainly is uh it's something to behold, you know, with the support of any local business here. So yeah, you guys are in a good groove. You're opened in July of nineteen, things are going well. And your 2020 business plan, I'm sure, like everybody else, comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> so as, as things start to accelerate, kind of, you know, I think March was sort of the heavy time frame when it, it started to accelerate really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. What, what were some of the early decisions that you guys were faced with? And, and how were you going about next steps as the news kept changing, you know, pretty much day mm-hmm. by day?
1: Yes. So we're so fortunate in that from the beginning, because everything was brand new, we really took initiative in keeping our gym extremely clean. And our members really followed suit with that. And so everybody's so good about about keeping things clean, about wiping down after use. We have some pretty amazing products that we already use. There is a company that comes and sprays Silver Ions throughout our entire gym. And that kills 99.9% of germs or bacteria. We have safe handles on all of our door handles that does the same thing. So we fortunately had a lot of things in place to where our members really felt safe and comfortable. Yeah. The, the last day that we were open was was a very busy day. I mean, people still wanted to be there because they had faith in us in our ability to watch out for their health and safety and keep things clean. And then it was a very, you know, it was like one day we were open and everybody was happy. And then we found out kind of the next day that we had to close. So, you know, we got lucky there and that we already had a lot of things in place. And then, you know, the big decisions were, what do we do about, you know, the financial stuff about billing members and our entire franchise and our business specifically, one thing that we focus on is putting people over profits. And so our main thought process was, how do we do the right thing for our members? And then how do we do the next right thing? And then how do we do the next right thing? And so, you know, we felt like it was the right thing to just stop all billing. You know, we weren't going to be charging people if we weren't open. And, you know, I know that made people feel really safe and cared for right off the bat. You know, we're always going to do that. Make sure that when it comes to making decisions, that our members are our first priority, and I mean you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah. You know, with choosing people over profits, and so yeah, I mean those were definitely the hardest decisions that we ha- that we had to make. Th-
0: that's so. huge, though, I- and I think they're the right decisions. I think it, you know one thing people have seen in this time is businesses that have their back. And whether that's, Mm -hmm. you know, large businesses or small businesses on, you know, subscription services or monthly services or, or things that they've paid for. But you look at people on airlines that still haven't gotten money back, they're getting vouchers instead when, you know, people might need that money. So I think it's it's a very important decision you guys made in, in a positive light to and I think that you know, the community respects those types of philosophies and, you know, care.
1: Right. I mean, people always remember how you treated them, especially in difficult times. They're never going to forget that. And that's huge.
0: So what's what's the past few months been like for for you and Kalani as business owners with a business that isn't allowed to open yet?
1: hmm. Yeah. So it's been um, obviously very frustrating, um, especially being a, a gym that has a reputation of being so clean and just knowing, you know, how, how safe it really is and knowing how extremely important um, mental health is, especially in times like this. And, you know, the why behind our business being there for our community. I mean, that was definitely the hardest part is we feel like people really need this right now. Yeah. You know, that's been difficult. Um, we're so fortunate to have the owner of the Pukalani gym, Sean, and Anytime Fitness Wailuku, Kurt. We've all been, you know, emailing this entire time. And we all wrote a letter to the mayor's office, you know, giving him statistics on mental health and explaining to him how safe our facilities really are. And, you know, I'm not sure if that had any influence on their decision making in the end, but it's been frustrating, you know, trying to figure out how they're making the decisions and just all, all the things that we can do to get our business reopen, you know, um, which is our livelihood, our employees' livelihood, and so incredibly important to the health of this community.
0: Yeah. And, and the decision you're talking about is that, you know, the mayor, the news this week is pushing the governor to allow more businesses mm-hmm. to open maybe a little bit earlier than initially scheduled. So that could mean, so we're recording this on Wednesday in case things change on Thursday, but that could mean mm-hmm. your business opens as early as Monday, June 1st. So yes. when you I can already hear it in your voice, what was your reaction <laughs> when you first heard that news?
1: I mean, just ecstatic because just a few days ago, you know, the mayor was talking about how he was going to open restaurants and see how that goes. And then, you know, maybe fitness centers later on in June. And and to us, we were just like, those businesses don't really have anything to do with each other. This isn't really making sense. And so we were just trying to figure out what are they basing these decisions on. So how can we appease them? Right. You know, and so but yes, when we got that news, it was just, we're just ecstatic and so ready, so ready to open and our our members are ready to come back too. I mean, they've been missing this, we all love those at home workouts. But you know, those get old pretty quick.
0: Sure, sure.
1: (laughs) And so just to be back in the gym, and you know, and be around some smiling faces and that, sense of community again you know is it's very exciting
0: well and i'm sure you know letters like the one you sent do help i don't know but i would imagine the, the more information they have on different industries the easier it becomes to make those decisions so i think it's great that you guys were were all really proactive and and kind of fighting for what you believe in and and, and trying to inform people of uh, maybe some statistics or, or information they wouldn't know normally. I would imagine that had a, a, some mm-hmm. help in, in, in moving that decision up. So as you do open up, big question. Mm-hmm. This is what everyone wants to know as as consumers, right? Where We go get our haircuts and go to the gym, mm-hmm. and we've already seen adaptations when we go to the grocery stores. So as a fitness center, how are you going to adapt to sort of these? You you've kind of seem to be already proactive with it um in your cleaning methods but how do you adapt to these new standards and regulations for fitness centers when you have people sharing weights sharing your equipment Uh, Those sorts of things.
1: Yes. So, I mean, as I said before, we're so lucky that our members are (laughs) very, very clean. And so, you know, we'll obviously be adding in a few extra, you know, we're bringing in some wipes and some hand sanitizer and things that we don't normally have. We usually go more of the natural cleaning route. Luckily, you know, there's such amazing natural products now, like the silver ions, which are extremely effective. And then, we're so lucky because our floor plan is very open. And so um, it was so easy just to spread out our equipment a little bit. And so everything is six feet apart and ready to go there. And it was very easy for us to do. Um, we're just fortunate that we have this space and that, you know, our focus was a lot on free weights and functional training. And that just allows a lot more, you know, open space and flowiness of the gym. And then you know, we'll just have our staff there more often cleaning, you know, try to encourage people to practice, you know, the social distancing and everything. But we are going to do our due diligence and take it seriously. But we also feel really lucky that so so much of the protocols for us personally were already in place. Right. And what's great about our facility as well is that it's a 24-hour gym and so it's doesn't really get too crowded in there. We don't have, you know, really heavy peak hours and everything and so when it comes to only allowing in, you know, 50% of our occupancy we never have 50% of our occupancy. We never have that many people in there. And so, you know, making decisions about group training, when people are working out a little bit closer, you know, we'll obviously have to modify that, make sure those groups are smaller. But yeah, we're just so lucky that our, that our business and our cleanliness was already kind of on par with where things are headed.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, seems almost to be a beyond where where things are headed so it's a, it's a good adaptation to have you know I want to leave on on kind of a positive note as you guys have been closed for the past few months uh, that doesn't mean you have stopped being involved within the community you guys have not only done uh, I've seen posts of certain different fitness routines for people to do at home like you talked about but also mm-hmm. saw that the anytime fitness centers kind of teamed up and delivered some meals to healthcare workers can you kind of talk about what you guys were doing and, and what inspired you to, to kind of stay involved even while the business was closed?
1: Yeah, of course. So a couple of things really inspired us. First of all, we do community outreach every month. We, um, highlight a different nonprofit every month and allow our members to, you know, if it's boys and girls club, everybody brings sports equipment and, um, you know, things like that. And so it's, it's, we're very intentional about community outreach already. So we were like, well, we're not going to stop now. Sure. But something that really rang true for us was that times that are the hardest to give are when it's the most important. So when it seems like, you need to save all of your money and you need to, these are really difficult times and everybody's going through difficult times. It's like, that's when you need to really dig deep and say, okay, what can I do in this time? You know, obviously we were doing everything we could to get financial help as well, but it was like, why are we doing this? Why are we in business? Why do we have this platform? And for us, it always comes down to the community. You know, we were like, everybody needs extra help right now. Do we need extra help right now? Yes, totally. But so does everybody else. And Mm -hmm. so we just felt like that's what giving is about is not just when it's easy, but also when it's difficult. And that's, that's what makes you grow. Awesome.
0: Well, you should be commended for that as well. So as you do begin to open up, as we know, things are changing day by day here, but it looks like next week is, is looking, trending positive. How can people find out more about Anytime Fitness, the status of what's going on, uh, or even just to check in on your social media channels, uh, even for fitness tips? Yes.
1: Absolutely. So um, our Instagram is at Anytime Fitness Lahaina. And we have been, you know, posting a lot of things that you can do at home. And I'll continue to update on that. Um, For our members, you know, we have email communication with them. But the best place is definitely Instagram and then on Facebook, Anytime Fitness Lahaina.
0: Awesome. Well, Beth, thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. And I I wish you and Kalani the best of luck as things start to open back up and people can... Can start getting their fitness routines back in order.
1: Yes, absolutely. We're so excited to have everybody back, and hopefully see even more of the community back in there and and ready for you know some new fitness in their life. So
0: awesome. Well, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, Jason. Aloha.